Welcome to the Rethinker Podcast, asking the why questions to connect faith with culture. Hello, welcome to the Rethinker Podcast. My name is David Litwin and I am glad to be speaking with you today. These podcasts are going to stay around 7 to 12 minutes each so that we can get in and out quickly, but really filled with content that I hope stays with you throughout the day and hopefully for months and even years. One of the greatest compliments I receive is when someone tells me, what you said to me, however many months or years ago, I've never been able to shake from my heart. I will talk about how to make that happen in your own life in a future podcast, but I hope that you have these daily conversations in your own life. Okay, since this is the first podcast, I'm going to start with the who and why behind why I'm doing this. First, the who. Like I said, my name is David Litwin, and I'm a designer, a scriptwriter, a songwriter, and an author. I have written three books on theology and the wonder of God and the biblical worldview, and one book that I soft-launched this year on business. I didn't necessarily mean to write books. I actually was trying to write blog posts, but blog posts turned into essays, which grew into the length of books, so I, I published them. Now, none of this would have been possible without having gone through a media fast at the end of 2003, turning off the radio, television, and the entertainment side of the internet for what turned out to be two years. Basically, and we will discuss this in a future cast, I disconnected from the noise. And in the process, I started hearing a stiller, smaller voice that filled journals, perplexed the wise, and allowed me to speak to leaders, pastors, ministry heads, and business leaders, and be part of conferences like Promise Keepers. I believe that any of us have this capacity because the Bible is clear that God gives wisdom to anyone who asks. And when you understand the power and purpose of wisdom, you'll see why in a future podcast. Okay, now the why. The first question anyone should be asking me is why another podcast on theology? Or better yet, some might say, we need another Christian podcast like we need a hole in the head. Now, I completely understand that mindset. And I'll address that by saying this. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, which is really the buckle of the Bible belt. Here there isn't a church on every corner. There's a big church on every corner. And often you can come to a four-way intersection with a church on three corners and a big real estate development sign on the next corner announcing the coming of a new church in X amount of months. Now this deeply saddens me. Not because it means more people won't be in church and hearing about the love of God, but because the mindset is often wrong. The measure of success of a church isn't based on the size of its building or the number of its attendees. That is the measure of the success of a business. The measure of success of a church is the impact that that church has in the surrounding environment. What is taking place in the hearts, lives, bodies, souls, families, and businesses in the surrounding community? See, we tend to think we need to get people into church, change their thinking, and then bring them into a similar thinking mindset that we have. But the church needs to be transforming people outside of the church walls. People in the surrounding environment need to broadcast the power and potency of the church in their area without possibly ever even having stepped into the beside the building itself. So how do we do that? How do you transform families and businesses and education and commerce and mindsets without bringing them into the church and aligning them with a particular frame of reference? We will talk about that in an upcoming podcast. Now, I'm sure by now you can see my writing influence here because I've done way too much foreshadowing, but I want to stay on task since the goal is to keep these really at 7 to 12 minutes. So the metric for a church is the impact in the surrounding environment, then the metric for a podcast or speaker should be the impact in the global or national landscape. And I don't see that happening culturally. The impact tends to center around the people that are already inside the group, not those in the surrounding environment. So as Christians, we often talk about how dark our culture is and how opposed to us they've become. 
So we run back into the church to get light, and then we hang out with other lights rather than bringing the light directly into the culture itself. Now, there are some that say this can't be done, that the world is simply going to remain dark. But I believe that it is because the best we've been able to do with our culture is to speak to them through relevance. Relevance is essentially couching Christianity in modern-day terminology and using sort of modern-day cultural norms to get the rest of the world to somehow recognize the approach and then want to associate with us and hear more about the God we serve. But I don't believe that is the answer and is the number one reason I've set up this podcast. The problem with the divide between culture and the church isn't an issue of more relevance, but of resonance. The culture needs to resonate with what we have to say. They need to somehow agree with our statements and our insights before they come into our folds, and especially into our churches. What we say needs to connect at a deep, visceral level, in such a manner that it causes pause, change, and eventually transformation. So how do we do that? How do we use our worldview, our belief system, in such a manner that it flavors and transforms a culture from inside of itself, not pulling people out and then adding them to our numbers in hope of a shift of percentages? Now there are more Christians than another group, so the influence base changes. I believe, and that's why I named this the Rethinker Podcast, that we need to do a massive rethink in Christianity. But we're not rethinking what we believe, but why we believe it. You see, too often Christians have really rested on the mindset that God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. And it sounds like devotion, but it's a horrible way to interact with the world. Essentially, it boils down to the schoolyard argument that ends with, well, because my daddy said so. Did it work then? How is it going to work in our culture that is so far more complex than it was in that schoolyard when we were kids? Instead, we need to understand the why behind God's statements, his laws, his stories, and his parables. And for that, we need to employ reason and sometimes science and sociology and historical background and psychology and all the tools of the world, not merely to discover the answers, but to broadcast those answers back to our culture in a language that they can understand. Let me break this down metaphorically. Imagine, if you will, that you have a three-year-old daughter, and one day you are in the kitchen cooking some pasta boiling on the stove. She walks in and reaches out to touch the hot pot. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to grab her hand as quickly as possible, and you're going to say, don't touch the stove. Now, that's about as dogmatic and single-minded a statement as you can muster. I mean, it contains the words, do not, right? But why did you do it? Is it because of your maniacal nature to be a controlling dictator of a father? No. It is because you love your daughter and you want to keep her safe and protected. Now, for most Christian thoughtful speakers, that is where the analogy ends. But let's play it out to a longer timetable. I would suppose at the age of 9 or 10, you're going to take your daughter into the kitchen and show her the joys and the wonders of cooking. You now explain to her why you you said not to touch the stove, but how to use it effectively and experience all it has to offer. Maybe she becomes a chef one day. Who knows? But now she understands not only the reasoning behind your do not, but the freedom that cooking offers. Now, imagine never having that talk with your daughter. And at the age of 40, she's still afraid to go in the kitchen because daddy at three told her not to touch the stove. So all the rest of her friends are in the kitchen having a blast and she's cowering in the corner. Or worse, she's telling them to leave the kitchen because her daddy told her to. Now, Are you a good father if you never had that talk? No. Quite frankly, you're an idiot. In the same manner, that is really what the church often does to the world. It doesn't understand the why behind our God and his stories and his commands. And so we yell at the culture for going into the kitchen because God said not to. But here's the real bait and switch and why I'm doing this podcast and getting out these thoughts. Because the culture in the kitchen 
is often burning itself, often to points beyond recognition. But the media and the education system and science and all the other domains which don't understand daddy's loving intention are saying, well, that's just part of cooking. No, that's not true. Burning is not God's intention, but neither is avoidance. And certainly the answer isn't condemnation of those who happen to be in the kitchen. The answer is found in creating resonant, thoughtful, empathetic insights that change people's hearts and minds and souls and bodies right where they are. So as you can see, culturally, we've got some work to do. So I hope you will engage this podcast in the future and that it will challenge, encourage, and even provoke you to begin to see the world and your faith a little differently, to rethink some things. Well, that's it for our first podcast. I hope it's left you with some thoughts to ponder. By way of further material, you can certainly grab some of my books. Most are free on my author site at davidwlitwin.com. There you can really get a 360-degree view of who I am, what I do, and what I believe. I hope you'll return again for future podcasts as I believe you will hear some things you probably haven't heard before, and they just might change how you view yourself, your God, and your world. Have a wonderful day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this, and remember to always live inspired.